Hello, welcome to week three of our little podcast over the summer called Snapshots. It's been an amazing month serving our city. This Sunday is the final morning uh, away from our usual format of Sunday services. This Sunday we will be litter picking, uh, meeting at Kings Mills Scout Hut at 10.30. Uh, we also have our kids event on Saturday on the 27th, which is going to be a, I feel it's going to be a hugely significant moment for our church. So if you listen to this before uh, the 27th, please pray everything goes smoothly, safely, and everyone has lots of fun, and there's lots of sun as well. Uh, didn't mean that to rhyme, but it sounds good. And you can still pray for us, even if it's after then and you're listening as well. We love uh, the fact that people are praying for us throughout the planet, throughout the world. So we're on to the third letter of our word diet. We're looking at our spiritual diet over the month of July and reevaluating what we're feeding our hearts and, and really having a bit of a, a check or a detox during the month of July. And this this uh, podcast, I want to look at the letter E and I want to look at encouragement. There's a story of the, the Duke of Wellington, the British military leader who uh, defeated Napoleon at Waterloo. It was He wasn't an easy man to serve under. He was brilliant, demanding, and not one to shower his colleagues with compliments. Yet even the Duke himself realised that his methods left something to be desired. When he got a bit older, uh, a young lady asked him what, if anything, he would do differently if he had his life to live over again. What a question that is. Wellington thought for a moment, then he replied, I'd give more praise, he said. I'd give more praise. Encouragement is so important. Uh, for us as we maintain a healthy spiritual diet. And we need people around us who will provide that when things are going well, but also when slip-ups happen. And I know for myself, encouragement at the right time is fuel for the fight. I often find that it comes, whether it's a text or an email or a conversation that I'm having for, with someone, it can be right in the midst of a struggle or a season of battle for me that those little encouragements come. And the Lord knows exactly what he is doing when we encourage one another. It brings life. It refocuses, refocuses us on the prize. And it grows a culture of, an, of encouragement in us and those around us and around, uh, around us. And the Bible is big on encouragement. The Apostle Paul, when he was writing to the church in Thessalonica, he says this in 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 11. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Paul calls it out. If we take one thing from this little ramble this week, can we call out the good stuff and be a people who encourage one another? When we see something good in someone, can we fight the temptation just to think it? Ah, didn't they show great humility? Weren't they great at that show? Oh, I really loved what they said there. Paul sees they're already doing it. He could have left it, but Paul documents it. He says it in the letter. We might think we don't. they don't need to hear it because they're already doing the stuff. They are so good already. But when we just think it, the power those words carry, they evaporate in that moment. They disappear. They don't carry the same weight. They don't bring the same life. They don't serve their original purpose that, that God has brought them into our minds for. But when we bring those words, those encouragements out into the spoken, they come alive. 
and they serve their purpose. So whether that be an email or a text or a phone call or during a face-to-face meet-up for lunch with a friend or a chance encounter at the school gate, can we be a bunch of people who call out the good stuff and who encourage those who remember the, the classic TV show catchphrase will remember Roy Walker. This is getting old school, guys. Roy, Roy Walker, when the contestants used to be guessing what the catchphrase was, would just say, say what you see, say what you see. And I wonder what that would change if we do that for encouragement. Say what you see. There's a story uh, a man tells of one morning he opened the door to get the newspaper and he was surprised to see a little dog with his paper in his mouth. In the dog's mouth, that is, not the man's. Uh, He was delighted with this delivery service, so the man fed the dog some treats. The following morning, he was horrified to see the same dog sitting in front of the door, wagging his tail, surrounded by eight newspapers. And he spent the rest of the morning returning the papers to the owners. And I'm sure they were a bit slivery and maybe unreadable at parts. But it just shows you, doesn't it? It does something in us. Encouragement does something in us. And it can, on some occasions, push us on to the more that God has for us. But just as encouragement can call out the good stuff, it can also bring comfort and reassurance and purpose to one another in the valleys. It can remind us who God is and who we are and who God isn't. And what we are not. That we're not a failure. That we're not a lost cause. That we're not a strain. That we're not a burden. This is not who we are. And just like in a a diet scenario. We have a focus to get healthy. But we find ourselves slipping up. When the same happens in our walk. When we succumb to temptation. Or completely derail and hold tight to ways of life that are unhealthy. We need to be a people who are like hope and encouragement anchors for Jesus, for those we love. In the storms that we stand steadfast and resolute, that we are unmoving for each other. A people who won't budge, who communicate grace and remind each other that God is a God of second chances and new life. That it will be okay. That we encourage that situations and troubles can be redeemed. When Jesus is in the mix, that we are a people who radiate hope. Perhaps some of us are are there right now as we listen to this. There is hope today. His name is Jesus. Rest in that. He knows you. He knows the battle. And this is to serve as your encouragement. He is listening. He is listening. Encouragement is a vital ingredient to our diet. To give and to receive. The more we nurture that culture, that discipline, the more it will reverberate across our lives, across the people that we do life with, and ultimately our city. I truly believe that. I truly believe that. I just want to finish with this verse. Popular verse in Hebrews 10, 24-25. But it's the message version that I'm reading for from. Let's see how inventive we can be in encouraging love and helping out. Let's see how inventive we can be in encouraging love and helping out. How inventive can you be? 
What can you do right now after listening to this? Who has encouraged you in the last week? Or if you can't think of anyone, who has encouraged you in your life? In the last year? Who needs encouragement right now in the midst of a battle? Can I urge us not to just think it, but to throw it out? I'd love to just pray just to close uh, this little podcast. Lord, thank you so much that you are here, that you are with us. And Holy Spirit, whatever you've been highlighting, whatever you've been speaking into, wherever we're at, Lord, whether we're uh, listening to this and getting excited to, to share out encouragements or whether we're, we're in the valley just now, desperate for an encouragement, I pray that that will serve both those purposes, Father God. I pray that we'll be a people that encourage in the highs and in the lows, Lord. Help us have your eyes to see and not just to think it, but to be so reactive to when we see life being brought, Lord, when we see the good stuff. Will you be with us in the the rest of the day, the rest of the week, Lord? In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for listening and we'll touch base next week for the last one of these podcasts.